Today is Thursday, March 9th. The title for our devotional is Views of the Lord's Supper. As we've been revisiting the theme of the Lord's Supper the last few days, let's revisit again our theology of communion as well. When it comes to interpreting this text and the precise nature of the body and blood of Jesus and the bread and wine, there are four primary views in the Christian church. One is called transubstantiation. This is the belief that the bread and wine literally turn into the body and blood of Jesus upon consumption of a believer. This view interprets the words of Jesus here in a woodenly literal fashion and doesn't do justice to the memorial theme of the Passover and the remembrance language here in Luke and 1 Corinthians 11. It also suggests Jesus dies repeatedly, contradicting other teachings in the New Testament about Jesus dying once and for all. Hebrews 7.27 and Romans 6.10 suggest that. Next, the view is called consubstantiation. This view holds that the elements of the bread and wine remain intact and aren't transubstantiated, but the body and blood of Christ exist alongside the elements of bread and wine. This view falls prey to the same problems, I think, as transubstantiation. The third one is real presence. This view holds that in some spiritual sense, the body and blood of Christ are present in the elements. We don't need to explain it any further, as it is a mystery and a miracle. This view is compelling and the only other of the views that I think are tenable. The fourth view is memorial communion. In this view, the bread and the wine are symbols pointing believers to the significance and efficacy of Christ's atoning death on their behalf. Like the Passover, which was to be done as a memorial, so the Lord's Supper is a memorial. Jesus was speaking metaphorically when he says the bread is his body. He did this often, as we all do. See other examples of Jesus speaking metaphorically in Luke 13.32 and John 6.51. At LifeBridge, we hold to a memorial view of communion. This seems to fit best with the words of Jesus in Luke 22 and Paul's understanding in 1 Corinthians 11. It also makes the most sense with the memorial aspects of the Passover, which Jesus and his disciples were celebrating together at this meal. Therefore, this view seems to me to be the best interpretation of the nature of the elements in communion. The danger, however, in this view is trivializing communion. If it is a memorial, we can be tempted to devalue it and to think less of it than it actually is. As we talked about yesterday in the meaning of communion, it is vitally important in the Christian life, and we should never take it for granted. Reflection time today, simply think through your theology of communion. If you hold to the memorial view of communion, how can you avoid trivializing it and making less of it than it actually is?